Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop. This week, we are talking about different kinds of beer glasses. Yes, we are <laughs> basically doing what we did with the sparkling white wine and getting scientific to let you know what the best glass is to get the most out of your beer. Mm. We have six in front of us. We're going to taste out of every single one and let you know the difference. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Obviously, glass has been around for a long time. We got almost no history on this. We're just uh, tasting it, tasting today. Yes, we're we're in it for science. For science. So we will tell you for science which glasses we are using. Mm. Well, that's important. Oh yeah, that that's very important because you know, much much <laughs> like with the wine, we have decided that we will use the old standard. Mm. Which in this case is the Bierstein. Although, if we wanted to go old, we should have be, we should be drinking it, drinking it out of horn, like drinking horns. Mm, but then nobody ever drank an IPA out of a horn. They they no. drank ale out of a horn. That is true. That is very true. But we have an IPA today because we thought that would because an IPA is very aromatic. We expect that this will help us tell the difference between them between the glasses much easier yeah we, we wanted something with good aromas good flavors complexity yeah so that there's a more notable difference so of course we got a craft beer of course so <laughs> glass number one is of course a beer stein now your standard beer stein is approximately 500 mil for mm. those of you in the u.s that is just over one pint yeah yeah. I think one one pint and one ounce approximately. Um, steins start at five hundred mils. Yes, they they do go significantly larger than that. Yeah. We have gone the smaller end of the stein scale. Yes, because an IPA is also about six and six and a half percent. Yeah, it's it's not it's not for the faint of heart. No, and we need to be coherent enough to tell you about what we're tasting at the end of the episode. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And um, as well, with a stein, as it gets larger, there's not a lot that changes about it except for the volume. Mm. The width of the opening remains roughly the same. It just gets taller for the most part. But you do get some wider ones. And then once you get really big, I think they start turning into tankards with yes, a lid on the top. With a lid on the top, yes, yeah. because it's going to take you so long to drink it. You you want flies not to get in there. Yeah, you want flies <laughs> not to get in there. You want to trap some of the temperature in there because mm. those tankards are often made of uh, ceramics. Yeah, to, or pewter. Or pewter, yeah, to help trap the cold in. Mm. Yeah, fascinating. Mm. All right, let's try this. Yeah, and of course, one of the key elements of a stein is that it has a handle meaning that the warmth from our hand will not affect the temperature of the beverage and a a stein is a very thick glass as well the walls are really thick to help keep the beverage cold yeah so i suppose let's begin by describing what we're tasting here because obviously this is an ipa and it is hoppy yeah and bitter 
Mm. Uh, it is like a dark caramel in color, like an ambery caramel. Yeah. Um, I should have looked up that EBC, that European color code. East mm. EB, I forget what it yeah, is. Yeah, that would have been a good idea because you, you can't see what we're drinking right <laughs> now. But we'll do our yeah. best to describe what we're looking at because it held up to light. It is a very nice amber hue mm. when you're looking through light at it. Looking through when you're looking through it at light, it is a nice amber hue. It's um, yeah, it's definitely bitter, definitely hoppy, but but you can you because it's got quite a wide opening. You can smell a lot, mm. and it doesn't just smell of hops. It's very fragrant. It's a bit fruity. It's fruity, yeah. Mm. Now, I should probably note that the the particular craft brewery we went to semi pro shout out to those guys they um they tend to make beers that are more i guess base and mid note heavy yeah so flavors that are heavier on the back of your palate and the middle of your palate less so on the nose uh like other beers can be so less floral notes more uh more caramel and coffee kind of notes yeah th- those notes are definitely present here we can we can smell it now. Whether or not that comes down to the size of the opening in the glass, and yeah. it just may. Hmm. Well, um, hopefully it does, but we'll find out. We will find out. Um, and one other thing we're doing differently this time is we are pouring it as we drink, pouring it as we go, because beer doesn't need to breathe. Yeah, un- unlike with a sparkling white, that you want to leave it sit for. A little while, and you're not going to drink it over a quick amount of time. Like sparkling whites are intended to be held onto and enjoyed slowly. Hmm. So you look fancy while you're uh, chit chatting with your upper class peeps. Yeah. Whereas beer is intended to be consumed before it warms up too much. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's, of course, a British ale, in which case Take- it should already be room temperature. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the steins are all right. They're not my favorite glass to drink of, drink out of because I think they're a little awkward. Just with the handle and if you don't like brace the rest of the glass, it sort of tips forward a bit, but whatever. Yeah, I'm, I always... I'm just weird. I always have my thumb on the side of it just above where the liquid is so that I'm still not affecting the temperature of it, but yeah. I'm bracing it for when I tip it up to drink it. Mm. And you can get like gift steins with metal plates on the side that can get that you can engrave. You can do all sorts of fancy stuff with them. Um, the glass actually looks all the same. We haven't got any crystal this time. No, so these are basically the same quality of glass, mm. which should mean that that is no longer an element of the equation as it was when we did the sparkling mm. whites episode. But you, but you never know. That guess, is true. I, I guess we'll find out when we do that particular episode. Yeah. All right. Um, so I guess we should rate what we think of the beer overall in the Stein. I mean, it's a pretty bloody good beer. Oh, yeah. It's pretty bloody good, mate. And undoubtedly, we're going to give it the same sort of rating 
explain everything. Mm. But then, you know, we were surprised by how distinct the difference was when we put the sparkling white into certain glasses. Yeah. Well, sparkling white into a highball. Yeah. And first off, what are you doing? Second off, wait, that's a expensive sparkling white? Yeah, all of a sudden it tasted like it came out of a box. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Wow. When you're paying $20 for a bottle instead of $4 for a box. Yeah, you don't want it to taste like it came out of a box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of beer glasses at my house, so I tend to drink a lot of my beer out of highballs because that seems to be the right size for uh, store-bought beer, mainstream beer. Well, yeah, largely... uh I think that most glasses tend to be roughly the size of a can, about 375 mils. Mm. Or 330, I think, for a tall bottle. Yeah. Not yeah, a tallie, but... No, for for a bottle, yeah, yeah, usually about 330. But generally, you'll be able to pour a whole can into most glasses that you might have at home. Yeah. A, um, tw- I think they call them 12-ounce cans in the U.S., I think that's about um, 360 mils. Oh, okay, yeah, sounds about right. Hmm. But I mean, because I, I have pint glasses, if I'm drinking a beer out of a glass, I tend to pour it into a pint glass. Yeah, that, that's interesting that that's your preference. Like, does it matter for any kind of beer? Would you prefer it in a pint glass over anything else? Well, it depends on the size of the beer. Like, would you drink both a Pilsner and an IPA out of a pint glass? Probably not, actually. Mm. Like, I will always pour a stout into a pint glass. Well, yeah. With, without a shadow <laughs> of a doubt, I will always pour a stout into a pint glass. But, yeah, I have been known to pour others into, you know, just a standard schooner glass. Mm. And I've noticed I tend to pour the more uh, lighter flavoured beers into narrower glasses. So if I've got a really meaty beer, I want a, like an IPA, I want a bigger opening at the top because I get more smell. Yeah. Yeah, you, you want that fragrance. Mm. But on that note, we should probably move on to the pint glass. We probably should. Mm. So stay tuned. Do, do, do. Right, freshly poured IPAs in a pint glass. Yeah, and Cheers, uh, my friend. Immediately as it was poured, I noticed a change in the head. It is yeah. staying around longer, and it looks mm. creamier, foamier. Yeah, it it really is. The when I poured it into the Stein, the head vanished within a few, within a minute or two. Mm, yeah, almost immediately. Really, it started to fizzle out and. I think it was gone from mine by the time you'd finished pouring yours. Just about. Um, but yeah, these ones, they're, these ones are sticking around a lot, a lot slow. They're dissipating a lot slower. A lot slower. Yeah. And I'm seeing, and this is something we didn't really comment on in the previous glass, but I'm seeing a lot of effervescing. Oh, yeah. And I didn't notice that so much I didn't in the see start. any, no. Like now that I'm looking really closely, I can see a few little bubbles rising up through the stein. Mm. But there's not, but not, not many at all. No, but 
but you know, it didn't stand out. Like when I was literally looking through the beer to talk about the color of it, I didn't notice no the bubbles as I am immediately noticing them in the pint glass. Oh, we sort of forgot about the bubbles in the in the stein. Well, I think they weren't there. Yeah, but out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, but in <laughs> in the pint glass though, ever present, and that effervescing is undoubtedly partly why the head is hanging around. That'd be it. So at this point, obviously, we should probably taste it. Yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah, because the the color is the same. Is it? Yeah, it is. And I I can feel the coldness of it through the glass. Like Mm. the the glass is almost as thick as the glass on the stein was. Yeah, almost. But it's the stein is noticeably thick. Oh yeah. Wow, that I'm notice I've noticed a difference already. Mm. Like the the bitterness is coming is a lot more forward on this one. Yeah, I'm I'm actually getting more flavors on the front of my palate than I did. Yeah, previously, like le- less less on the middle. They're they're more forward. Yeah, and so, it's definitely yeah a little bit more bitter, a little bit more hoppy. Yeah, how about that? I wonder if that's because they are effervescing. The beer is effervescing, fizzing better. Jesus. Perhaps. Which, which causes more more smells to come mm. out. Well, I'm also picking up more fruitiness than I got from, from the stein. Yeah. But it, but it doesn't seem to have quite as strong a smell. Yeah. No, which is interesting because the, the opening is roughly the same size. It's, yeah. It's very similar. But obviously the pint glass has a tapered side. Yeah, and I suppose we should mention that the pint glass we are drinking out of is a US pint glass and not a British pint glass. That is true because those are different... Two different styles of glasses. Mm, yeah, different size and a slightly different shape. Yeah. The the British pint t- is, uh, I guess, more square, more cylindrical than the current one we're drinking out of. Yeah. So le- less tapered. Yeah. And with... it's got a, a, I guess, like a ridge around the side near the top. Yeah, and then it goes straight up from there. Hmm. And it's um, slightly larger as well. It's around the 500 mil mark, like the Steins we're drinking out of, mm. whereas the US pint is... A pint? Yeah, it's, it's roughly 475 mil. Mm. I think pints are about 473, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. D- d- it's two mils. It like doesn't I said, make roughly. Yeah. We're approximating here because you can't do exact without getting down to tiny decimal places when it comes to... Yeah, translation from decimal to imperial. And also we're talking about beer. You'll probably lose that in the head. Yeah, very true. (laughs) Or the expansion in the glass from the change in temperature. Yeah. I wonder if that's why they why some bars chill the glass. Like some country bars put the glasses in the fridge or freezer. Mm, And they'll pull a chilled glass and you'll drink out of a chilled glass. Yeah. And yeah, I guess, yeah, thermodynamics then would tell us that there is no transference of coolness from the liquid 
to the glass because the glass is the same temperature. Yes, but so, because the glass is cold, it's smaller. That's true. So they might save one beer over a keg. I don't know. I don't mm. think... It's not a but, huge difference. But is that why they're doing it, though? Oh, or is it no. because in a country pub in Australia, it's probably hot as fuck <laughs> and you want an ice-cold lager? Yes. That's probably why they're doing it. Yeah. So it stays cold longer. But I wonder if they do say, do save money by doing that. They might. They just might. I, I wonder. I wonder. You know, unless they're overfilling and tipping the excess head off, which... Often they, happens. They, they probably are. Yeah. Because they don't know how to pour it properly. Or it's getting poured too fast out of the tap. Who knows? I'm not a bartender. You mm. were. Mm. But not not all bartenders not do all that. Bartenders. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. That's why I said not a good bartender. Yeah. Yeah, because good, good bartenders will pour a perfect beer first time every time. That's their job. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, a newbie bartender and a beginner or, you know, one who is still refining the art may occasionally have to overpour. And naturally, when it comes to pulling things like a Kilkenny, it takes some practice because yeah. they're head on those things. Same with, same with Guinness. Yeah. If you pour it wrong, it's all head. Yeah, exactly. And then you're waiting the next 12 years for that to settle before you can pour <laughs> more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... I'm noticing that this, out of the pint glass, it tastes smoother. Because it's effervescing more, the bubbles are going faster. Yeah. So it's not uh, fizzing on my tongue anymore. Mm, and it, it's still effervescing more in the yeah. glass. Like I can, I can still very clearly see. Yeah, for sure. And at the, just looking at the, at the pint, I still can't see any bubbles. Oh, wait, there's... It's very slow. But there's a handful, but nothing nothing like what's happening it's in the very, very the slow. Glass. Yeah. Oh, here's a question for you. Uh, these steins are actually brand new, but the, your pint glasses are... They've been around for a few years. Yes. They've been around the track a few times. Um, could that act of cleaning it make the surface rougher and therefore give more... So more of a surface for bubbles to form. And it depends on how you're cleaning it. Like, I mean, if you're cleaning it with a scourer or something, absolutely. Yep. But I don't do that. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I I clean with a, a sponge and a chucks. Gotcha. And then rinse very carefully because if you have any sud residue left in a beer glass, it kills the head instantly. Ah. Well, yeah, that make that makes sense. It's. That's what it's designed to do. Yeah. Hmm. How curious. I don't know. There, there are many questions that I am not qualified mm. to answer. There are a lot of variables. Hmm. But these these variables that we're talking about now are very minute. Yeah. You could just go grab a pint glass and a stein and immediately taste the difference for yourself. However, today... It's currently time to move on to the next glass. It is. Moving on to the Collins Highball. Mm. The one that, if you've listened to the Weiss Wine... If you've listened to the Sparkling White Wine episode, you know it killed it. It, 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 it did completely kill it. killed it. Ruined it. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back, do that, 
Then come back to this episode. We'll wait. We'll wait. You can listen to it while we're pouring the next beer. We are back drinking IPA from a Collins Highball. Collins Highball. Thank you for tuning in to AM Radio on a Good Drop podcast. And immediately, <laughs> since we mentioned it on the last one, I can still see the last glass fizzing away. There is nothing. No. I can't see... Oh, I just saw a bubble. Yeah, this is like the, the Stein. No effervescence at all. Mm. But somehow the... The head's still sticking around. The though. head's still sticking around, but it had a lot of head. Yeah. It's like it all came up at once. And yeah. Then... Like all the bubbles came up and now they're just all going away and there'll be nothing there mm. in, in a moment. Inter- so we've... It's been... Five minutes? No. Yeah. About 20 minutes since we poured the uh, stein, and there's a there's a ring of uh, foam around the edge of the surface on the inside of the glass. On the pint glasses, there's still... There's a very thin layer of foam on the, on the top. Yeah. Um, and having poured the uh, beer into the Collins highball a minute ago... The foam's almost gone. Yeah, there's a very thin layer of foam. To to compare it with the stein, you would think it had also been poured at the same time the stein had. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, so I guess let's let's see how it is on the nose. Nice. Cheers. It smells fruity. Mmm. It it does, it smells fruitier than than it did. Interesting. I think before. So obviously it's Capturing a certain scent mm. while kind of uh, wrecking the other scents. Oh, wow. I just took another sniff of the Stein and it smells like a different beer. It does smell like a different beer. Holy shit. I think even... And the, the pint glass too. But it, but it smells more... smells halfway between the two. Like, yeah, like it's fruitier, uh, but it's still not quite as I guess bottom heavy on the smells as the Stein. And then back to the highball. Yeah, that's really fruity. Yeah, it smells it. It smells more like an ale. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a pale ale. Yeah, like like a pale ale rather than an IPA, which is of course a type of pale ale, but. Mm. It smells more like a traditional pale ale. Yeah, whereas an IPA is a pale ale on crack. Mm. <laughs> and it tastes more like a traditional pale ale. Huh. I, I'm not getting as much of the... I'm not getting as much of the hops. I'm not getting as much bitterness out of it. Yeah, slightly less bitterness than the... Start, uh, uh, slightly less bitterness than the pint glass, but more bitterness than the stein, I think. And yeah, yeah it tastes, I guess, almost oilier. Mm, and more there's, there's, oily. Um, it, it's interesting because I smell more fruitiness, but I'm not tasting it. Whereas I was tasting that subtle fruitiness from the pint glass. Wow. It's a, yeah, but we should have expected this. Yeah, I mean, it still tastes great. 
actually. I still like how it tastes, but it doesn't taste as nuanced as mm. out of the Stein. Yeah, I think the the other two are opening up the the nose and the flavors more. But yeah, while the Collins Highball is definitely stomping on it a little bit like it did with the Sparkling White, it's not destroying it like it did with the Sparkling mm. White. So again, <clears throat> in this case, if you've got nothing better, a high a highball will, will do. Yeah, because it, it hasn't made it taste like a cheap beer. No. It's just not tasting as good as it did from the other two. Mm. And it will still taste much, much better than drinking it out of the bottle or the can. Yeah, because at least you're getting some of that fragrance and it's, mm. it's aerating slightly. Yeah. How about that? Um, I think we might make this the a quick version, a quick taster of the highball. Yeah, there's not an the... awful lot to talk about from the highball because it's just simplified the heck out of that beer. Yeah. Huh. But it is a... I do like uh, having the highball as the, the base, like a, a control yeah. glass. It's, it's a good control because it, it seems to kind of mellow the flavours of anything you put into it. Interesting. And again, for uh, consistency, we've got a white wine glass. Yeah, so I I am interested to see what the white wine glass does to this IPA. Me too. Me too. Because the white wine glass just made the sparkling white taste like a white wine. Yeah. Like... You could taste that it was supposed to be a sparkling white out of the champagne bowl and the uh, champagne flute. But it just tasted like a regular white wine, even though it was fizzy. Yeah, it just it was like, oh, am I drinking a Chardonnay? Like a fancy Chardonnay? Yeah. Like sparkling Chardonnay. What? Yeah, it was odd, to say the least. But, yeah, so curiosity will now get the better of all of us. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to pause this and pour the other one. So the, the highball really stomped on the hops, which was a bit of a, a surprise. Mm. Interesting that that the highball is obviously a straight up and down versus the pint, which has a tapered... Uh, but the stein is straight up and down too. So is it? does it have to do with the size? I think it might have to do with how narrow the Collins highball is and perhaps mm. as well the fact that there's no handle and True. we're holding it directly... By the glass, and because it's so narrow... And it's also a thin glass, too. Mm. So, you know, the hand is undoubtedly having a lot more effect on the temperature of the drink. Mm. Well, that's going to change... That Like, the white wine glass is completely different. Uh, or wine glass, really. It's about yeah. halfway between a white and a red. Although the reds are different, too, aren't they? Red wine glasses are different, mm. too. They are a bit different. Now, I'm noticing this is effervescing slightly a little yeah a little like it's it's actually effervescing kind of Remin- almost the re- in a way reminiscent of when we put the sparkling white into it yeah so like a, a like few the bubbles, bubbles are sitting on the bottom yeah bubbles mm. sitting on the bottom the occasional one floating to the top certainly more effervescent than we got from the highball oh, like sure. with, without a doubt more than the highball yeah but let's um, let's let's give it a go Give it a go. Cheers. Cheers. 
Oh, the smell so, is much better. Yeah, the the, the fragrance. Mm. Like, it smells really fragrant and fruity and, and fresh. And hoppy. Like, if, if you were just smelling beers, this would be the glass to smell it out of. Oh, yeah. On the taste, though, what it does to the flavor. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm so confused right now. <laughs> I'm actually amazed. <laughs> there is almost no bitterness to this at all. All the all the flavors have shifted from the back of your palate to the front. So all the back has gone to the middle of your palate. The middle has gone to the front, and every, anything that was on the front has gone to the nose. Mm. Like so, it's... so what you've got is this like really forward, uh, fruity, floral, fantastically uh, bright. IPA. Yeah, it's a yeah, fruity, <laughs> floral, bright, summery. IPA. <laughs> IPA. Somehow this is an IPA that we're drinking. Yeah. yeah. It it honestly tastes more like a, a a meaty lager or a meaty summer ale. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Maybe like a, a tropical lager. Yeah. That's... Uh, although it, it's too too uh, heavy to mm. be a lager. It's too much flavour to be a lager. Yeah, more, more like a, a tropical ale, perhaps. But yeah. certainly the, the tropical has to be included in what it tastes like here mm. because it's... Tropical or summer. Yeah. It, it's refreshing. It's amazing is what it is. It's, yeah. it's downright stunning. <laughs> the, but it, it kind of makes sense, though, because there are certain beers... That will be served to you in a glass that is very similar in shape mm, to this wine glass. glass. Exactly. Pilsners. Yep. Uh, yeah, some really uh, bright lagers. Um, I don't know of any ales that get served in uh, tulip glasses. No, well, and it makes sense because if you're trying to serve it in a glass that's going to really bring out the flavors that you're supposed to be getting from it, if you're going to serve it in a glass that's intended to really bring out the flavors you're supposed to be getting from it, yeah, then this is the glass to serve a bright floral summery beer in. And if it like the an IPA is not a bright floral summery drink, no. And suddenly drinking it out of a white wine glass or a tulip shaped glass has turns it into a bright summery floral drink yeah so imagine drinking like a tropical pale out of one of of these out of one of these or a tulip glass which is a very similar shape yeah fuck yeah and that's just going to you know basically you know ko ken times 10 like it's just gonna ramp that shit up yeah and make it amazing Mm, absolutely this is and Potentially, that's that's why they do that. That's why they want the bar to serve it out of their glass mm. that is that shape. Because maybe out of any other glass, their beer is actually a bit average. But out of that glass, yeah. it's fucking amazing. The, the one that comes to mind is the Stella Artois. Because mm. that's yeah. always served in a tulip glass. And I have always enjoyed Stella more on tap than I do out of a bottle. Even if I pour it into another glass. Yep, and this is the reason why. This is the reason why, because the glass is everything with a Stella, apparently. Because the bar only serves it in the Stella glass. They do, they have to. Mm. Otherwise, it's a crap beer, and they won't sell it. Yeah, (laughs) it makes perfect sense. How about that? Well, I've learned something today, that 
beer actually tastes pretty good out of a white wine glass. Yeah, and if you're drinking a light, fruity, summery beer... You're going to look like a wanker first off drinking it out of a white wine glass. Yeah, but if you can get like a, a, a tulip beer glass... Yeah. Or, yeah, a white wine glass. If you're drinking it at home, who gives a crap what you look like? You're going to get the best out of that beer. Right. Drinking it out of this glass. And I guess that that does bring us down to the only glass remaining, which is the slightly smaller current standard of beer glasses, which, much to my chagrin, is the more common glass found in Australian pubs. The pint is slowly making its way out, and it saddens me to no end. Yeah. It's called the schooner, the Australian schooner. It is. It is about 50 mil smaller than a US pint glass coming in at 425 mils. Mm. So a, a pint minus a ounce. Yeah. And um, very similar shape. Well, similar shape to a British pint glass. S- yeah, similar, but missing the top half, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, there are some that are basically a British pint glass shrunk, mm. but the ones we're drinking out of are not that type of schooner glass. Hmm. But um, this is it. We we have to see what that tastes like and then revisit the ones that have sat for a while and see the difference that makes. Yeah, we'll quickly go over them to get a flash, flash, flash difference, speed, like a speed taste. Yeah, to see know. the difference that it makes if you've, um, if you've nursed it for a while. Hmm. It's probably still pretty good. Yeah. What a difference. Yeah. And so now we are back with the other other glass. Yeah. With the Lucky last. schooner glass. Lucky mm. last schooner glass. And the... Um, cheers. The head <laughs> is... head went pretty quickly. Went really fast. Mm. And I'm, But it still smells really good, actually. The... Um, mm, it does. It... It's not a. You can't pick the complexity in it quite like the white wine glass, obviously. Yeah. But it's. It's probably because of the. I don't know if it's the shape or not, but. The, I'd have to smell the rest of them. Mm, but it, it smells fresh. It smells fruity. Mm. It smells not, like like it should smell. Yeah, not to the extent that we got it from the pint glass or the or the stein or the stein, but. It's there. It smells like a nice beer. It smells like something you want to drink. Mm. With without a shadow of a doubt, it smells like a nice beer that you want to have a taste of. And um, colors good. Colors the, good. Yeah. There's, the, no, there's oh. no bubbles at the bottom, but they're all sitting sort of mid glass. Yeah, I've got a few. It's definitely fizzing. Yeah. Um, but because some, it's fizzing very slowly, mm. the head is. Obviously gone. Yeah, there's some very slight effervescing. Hmm. Yeah. All right, let's taste. So it's a little hoppy, but the hops are subtle, restrained. Hmm. Um, there's a little bit in the aftertaste, they're sort of coming through more prominently. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The bitterness is controlled. Yeah. The, the flavors are not in-your-face flavors anymore. It's nice, um, but if you, I guess if you were 
not big on strong, bold flavors, this would be the glass to use. Because mm. this one almost feels like it's what it is, which is a an in-between of the pint and the highball, mm. where it's it's dulling the flavors. It's not stomping on them like the highball does, but it's kind of dialing them down. I I kind of think that it's a all it's trying to be an all rounder glass. So the the shape yeah. is designed to be it's designed to bring out as much as it can while not being too different for between beers. Yeah, so de- designed to be good for any beer rather than being specialized to one particular varietal of yes. beer. Yeah, which is why we see it in bars all the time. Yeah, because that particular design is just a good all-rounder. Mm. And, yeah, it tastes tastes like a pretty good beer. Yeah. I don't know if I... Like, if I drank this beer out of this glass, I don't know if I would buy it again because it's not crazy excited. It's not an exciting beer. It's a good beer. Mm, it's nice, and I would drink the whole glass and I would enjoy it. Yeah. But would I order another... If I drank it out of this glass, mm. not me. Yeah, no, probably not me either. But if I had had it out of the pint glass, mm. I would have another. Mm. Well, th- this is where I had it the first time, out of a pint glass. And it was fucking beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse the language, but yeah. Yeah, the first time I had this particular one was out of a pint glass. And it was awesome. And obviously, that's the right beard, right uh, glass to drink it out of. Yeah, I mean, clearly, if it it seems from now that we've tried them all, that uh, if you want something that brings out all the flavors and complexity of whatever beer it is you're drinking, mm. the pint glass is it. Certainly, certainly with an IPA, or something the, the on American the American pint glass. Yeah, the American pint glass, something on the hoppy side, because we yeah. haven't tried the British pint glass for this. No. But if you remember, if you guys remember back to our IPA episode, most modern IPA is uh, an American invention. Yeah, the 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 well, the current IPA version, the the remake, if you will, is American. Mm. So naturally, it should be at its best out of the American pint glass, which I I would agree with. Yeah, I I think so as well. Like the out of the sign is great, but it's too bitter like it's too uh base heavy back of the palate heavy yeah like it, it's almost letting too much through it's mm. it's like you're saying i want to enjoy this and then that bar flows now she's like yeah but i'm gonna punch you in the face while you drink it yeah <laughs> or when that when you're drinking a, a drink and your friend comes along next to you and lifts the bottom of the glass up so you can't put it down yeah <laughs> But that said, I guess we should revisit the earlier glasses before making a final yes. judgment call. Yeah. Because well, how does it do after it's after you've sat on it for a bit, if you've nursed it? Mm. Good point. All right. Here we go. Stein. So it's still pleasantly cool. Mm. It hasn't lost a lot of temperature at all. The, the nose isn't as strong as it was at first. Which is to be expected. But it's still very much there. You can still... Yeah get all the correct notes from it but i don't think that after sitting for this amount of time i don't feel like the hops are hitting me as hard no we are also 
quite tipsy after we, all this booze. Though we're not actually six glasses in, though, because we haven't finished off any of them. No, we're probably about three glasses in. So the pint glass, yeah. I am still getting a very cool feel of. It's it's held that temperature really well. And the smell doesn't taste that different or too different. Like, it's less intense than it was initially, obviously. But uh, it still smells hoppy. Mm. It still smells like it should be a little bitter. It actually still tastes basically the same as it did when it was just poured. Oh. I wonder if the... Because um, the stein actually feels warmer than the pint glass. The pint glass is... There's less glass. And so the... And there's stein, less... There's less surface area to warm up. Yeah. So the stein being it more glass takes more to cool down. Therefore, Perhaps. the liquid has warmed up quite a lot. Yeah. So we're back to thermodynamics. Yeah. Thermodynamics, hey? There you go. Science on a yeah. booze podcast. Science on a scientific episode of a booze podcast. How about that? Because you learn something about science sometimes. Yeah. Well, science is great. I love science. All right. Highball. How bad is it? The, it, it uh, barely smells like beer yeah. anymore. Well, it smells like beer and that's about it. it smells like a hoppy beer. Yeah. It, it doesn't like if someone were to hand me this glass now without my knowing where it came from, I would not think it was Ooh. a craft beer just by Ooh. smelling it. Taste it. Oh, nor would I think that by tasting it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's. Like it was acceptable when it was fresh and cold, but and now having sat for a bit, it it oh. tastes cheap. Yeah, same as the um, same as with the sparkling white. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely the bitterness is there, but everything yeah. else seems to be gone. Yeah, it's it it's beer. It's like it's a like dr- beer. It's like drinking a bitter. Yeah, yeah. It, it might as well be a four X bitter. At, at this oh. point, a nice cold 4x bitter. I'd, I'd put it probably slightly above an ice cold 4x bitter right now. That's a from bold, that glass. That's a bold call. I'm sure the guys from a semi pro would love you to love to hear you say that. But it's, it's all about that. They would never serve it in that glass. That is true. They serve it in pint glasses, in American pint glasses. Yeah, exactly. Because they know damn well yeah. they should not be serving it at a college highball. Yeah. And, I mean, clearly, if that's all you've got, then that's what you're going to work with. Mm. I mean, it's better than the bottle. Well, yeah. It's it's better than the bottle because you get some fragrance out of it. You get slightly more effervescence. Mm. Any glass generally is better than the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And definitely better than the can. So, yeah. So, you know how I was saying at the beginning of the episode that I serve most of my... I pour most of my drinks in a highball. I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Now that I've got tankards... Sorry, not tankards. Now that I've got steins, I'm going to be drinking it a lot more out of that. Drinking yeah. a lot more beers out of those. So, and I think I'm going to have to get myself pint glasses. <laughs> yeah, though we're not done with working our way through the... Uh, we're not. We're not. We're not. Okay. So now the white. white wine glass. Dink. Ooh, it still smells good. It still smells super mm. fragrant. Mm-mm. 
I like it. But the the taste has changed slightly after sitting for a bit. It doesn't seem as fruity to me now. But then, as we know, the temperature does carry quite a bit of flavor when it comes to, to beers. Yeah. I I would agree with you. I would say the hops have come more forward. Yeah. And it, it tastes it, kind of oily as well. It tastes more like an IPA. Yeah. But, yeah, more oily. And it's really... The mouthfeel has changed. Mm. It's very smooth. It mm. is a very smooth drink art. Out of the out of the glass, that glass. Yeah. So if you don't have a pint glass, and you don't have a stein, a white wine glass isn't bad. It's not going to get the best out of an IPA, mm. but, but it it tastes pretty good. Yeah. Still, mm. you'll still enjoy it. It's surprisingly good. Is my my uh, judgment on that one? Mm. Yes, I am also surprised at how good it tastes out of the wine <laughs> yeah. glass. All right, and, and the Australian schooner. Back to the schooner. Yeah, yeah. It, it still fills that kind of mid space. Yeah, it really does. Like it hasn't changed. It's still the same, really. Still yeah. good. Uh, still, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have the complexity and nuance that you got in the pint glass. Yeah, but you can definitely still pick up those flavors that are pretty much non-existent when you drink it out of the highball. Oh, but. Most of the flavors are non-existent when you drink it out of the highball. Yeah, it's just beer <laughs> yeah. out of the highball. It's like, yeah. am I drinking beer? Yes, I, I am. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Now, I so, s- we judgment. Should, yeah, we should do a ranking like we did last time mm. from worst to best. Now, if you can guess what the worst is, we'll do a quick drum roll. No, it, there's no drum roll needed on this. It's the highball. It's the highball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the but, highball killed it. But... On the count of three, I want you to say what the best glass is. Okay? One, two, three, pint. pint. Yeah. yeah. It's the pint. Yeah. Without it, a shadow of a doubt. Because the the Stein has, like, it gave it more, there was more smell, more everything. But for this particular uh, beer, it was too much. Yeah, I think if we were drinking a classic ale. Or even a, a stout. Mm, or even a stout or a pale ale, mm. just a you know, standard pale ale, then, yeah, the Stein. And obviously, if you're drinking, you know, uh, a German lager. Oh, yes. We definitely need to do a, a German beer yeah. t- taste test out of glasses. Yeah, because they have some complexity and some nuance. And mm. Perfect for a Stein. Perfect for a Stein. Um, but it was too much for this particular beer the pint however or the uh, uh high not high but the the white wine glass on the other hand had too much smell it was yeah. too too forward on the uh subtlety yeah it, it kind of stifled the bitterness and brought out all the fruitiness mm, which was nice which is nice and certainly if you're drinking a sweet fruity beer then that's what you want. Mm. But if you're drinking an IPA or a stout, then it's, nah. It's too much. Yeah. So the pint glass is the directly in the middle between the two. Yeah. And it pulled it off fantastically. Mm. And we can, I think, safely say that the second best would probably be, I think, the schooner. 
Yeah. Well, mostly if if we're talking about beer in general, I think the schooner, the Australian schooner style, is the, is the best one. Mm, it's a good all rounder. Yeah, because it's a good all rounder. Yeah, and it's clearly been designed as an all rounder. Maybe maybe subconsciously too. Mm. Uh, I don't do. Do you reckon people just fuck around with different kind, different shapes of glasses to see what fits? Well, probably. I mean, you know, if you've if you work in a bar and you've got access to a whole bunch of different beers and you're trying to design a glass mm-hmm. that's going to get the best out of the most of them off that one glass. Yep. Yeah, you're going to sit there and try them all and end up on that shape, probably. Mm. The other side, the other side of the coin could be that the beer, like in uh, in respect with the stein, the beer could have developed to take advantage of the stein's shape and uh, thickness of glass. And so, for example, German beers are going to taste better in a stein because that's what the standard glass was at the time. What yeah. Well, still is. Yeah, and they have developed beers. Like, I, I can't think of a single German origin beer that from what we now know about what a stein does for smells and flavors wouldn't be best out of a stein. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the highball, highball, don't bother. Yeah, no, definitely the worst. Definitely the worst. So and you've learned something here today. <laughs> and that, Yeah, I have. I really mm. have. I'm going to stop drinking beer out of the highballs, <laughs> even though they fit neatly inside the stubby coolers. Yeah. Because, mm. yeah, we, we had done that on a number of occasions. We have. I'm sorry. I mean, my, my God, we, we drank the Pirate Life IPA out of them. We d- Oh, my God. How good would they be out of pint glasses? <laughs> right? I- oh, man. Oh, man. But that, that's it for this week. Uh, if you liked what you heard, if you want to see the glasses themselves, you can check us out on the social medias. We're on Facebook and Instagram as A Good Drop Podcast. You can also find us on your favorite podcast app. As A Good Drop All About Alcohol on uh, Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Google and Spotify. Yeah. And, and Stitcher uh, Radio. Yeah, and wherever else you may choose to attempt to find us and mm. you know, point your friends in that direction as well. And if you'd like to direct them to a specific episode, then you can send them to our good old-fashioned website, agooddrop.com.au. Yep. And if you've got any questions, comments, feedback, uh, suggestions for future episodes, or if you think we're full of shit, Send us an email to <laughs> send us an email to a good drop at gmail.com. So next week, what are we talking about next week? Next week we're going Italian and talking about limoncello. Ooh, the imperative. Yes. Mm. I've heard good things about this one, but I haven't yet tasted it myself. Mm, nor have I actually. So this will be a good one. It'll be uh, something new for both of us. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, until next time. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.